So I am taking some classes online these days. I signed up for the certification in plant-based nutrition through eCornell and the Center for Nutrition Studies. Now, it basically has gone over all of the things that I've already learned um, over the last year as I've been doing my own research and reading books and articles and uh, it's been pretty much the same information but just in greater detail and man I get done listening to one lecture or getting through one module and I just I just feel like I want to get a megaphone you know or shout from the rooftops this information that would just solve so many of our health problems in this country and on this planet. So I just wanted to share one little tidbit with you. Um, a big misconception in the nutrition world, and I, I can't even say nutrition world, it's more of just our mainstream media-fed understanding of nutrition is uh, this this false idea that we need a lot of protein, that we need a high-protein diet. There's this idea that protein uh, it keeps us alive and it helps with uh, muscle maintenance and muscle growth and that it's just, it's just the, the all-important nutrient, which is not the case, unfortunately. We've, uh, <laughs> we've been duped. We we have been fed a lot of a lot of untruths. So let me just share a little bit with you about what I learned in my class today. Um, there's a lecture given by Dr. Matthew Wetterman, who is a uh, an MD, and you'll actually you may recognize that name. He is one of the doctors on the documentary film forks over knives and one of the contributing authors uh, with all of the subsequent books and cookbooks that have come out through forks over knives he's done some really great work uh, but I just loved some of the details that he shared there and the things that he explained about protein so if you think about some of these high protein diets like the paleo and the ketogenic diet and even you could just just look at the standard American diet. Nobody that's just that's trying to do anything special, but just eating the available food. Uh, we are consuming too much protein. Now that may seem strange because if you have adopted a plant-based diet and you go and tell your neighbor, hey, I just started eating plant-based, what's the first thing they're going to say to you? Oh, wow, are you sure you're going to be getting enough protein if you're not eating meat or if you're not eating eggs or if you're not meeting, eating cheese or if you're not drinking milk? Man, are you sure? Are you sure this is a good idea? So, like you, I have gotten this question a lot. So I really appreciated Dr. Letterman's insights. So he starts out by just saying, look, we are just flat out eating too much. So how, how, how is that determined? Well... One of the staggering facts that a lot of us don't hear much about is, um, is how much protein do you think there is in human breast milk? Okay, now if we, if we understand that protein is what our body uses 
in part, it's one little part that our body uses to grow mass, whether that's muscle mass for a bodybuilder or whether it's say an infant growing and growing and growing and doubling in size in one year. Don't you think that they would need a lot of whatever it takes to do that, to grow? And so if that's protein, well, let's look at it. Guess, just guess, try to guess how much protein do you think human breast milk contains? You might be surprised. 5%. 5% of the calories from breast milk comes from protein. Isn't that amazing? And, and that is sufficient to take this tiny human and turn it into a larger human, <laughs> about twice the size in one year on 5% protein. Isn't that interesting? Well, it's, uh, it's not lost on... The good news about the protein topic is that it has not been lost on the nutrition science community. You can look at the USDA's recommended daily allowance of protein, and it is five to eight percent of calories from protein. That is sufficient. That's actually more than sufficient. Um, so if you are a bodybuilder even, we're talking even just athletes. I mean, athletes especially stress out about, oh, well, if I'm not consuming as much protein as possible, I'm not going to perform as well. I'm not going to recover as well. I'm not going to build muscle mass as well. It's absolutely false, okay? Get it out of your head. It's not true. If you are consuming enough calories to sustain the amount of workout that you are doing, the amount of uh, weight resistance you are performing, if you are consuming a surplus of calories, and about five to eight, maybe 10%, in my opinion, at the most, some, some say even up to 15%, Robert Cheek, uh, uh, that's the number that he can go up to at times. Anywhere in that range, you are going to be just fine. In fact, you're gonna be better off. So let's talk about the difference between plant protein and animal protein, okay? Plant protein. Well, plants, okay, and we're talking about whole food too. Let's talk about that, okay? So I'm not talking about whey protein powder versus pea protein powder or hemp or soy, okay? I'm not talking about a protein drink because what is that? Well, they took the peas or the hemp or the soybean and they have stripped away the carbohydrates and they've stripped away the fat and you are left with a protein isolate, okay? That is the equivalent, that is the protein's equivalent of sugar. That is the protein's equivalent of a highly refined oil. When we strip away everything else and we isolate this one macronutrient, we are left with an unnatural food. Our body is not built for these things. Our body is not built for, for protein isolates. It's not built for isolated and 100% fat oils, I don't care what plant it's coming from, and it's not built to metabolize the sugars, okay? So we want, we're talking whole plant foods, okay? When you are consuming a whole plant food to get the calories and the protein and the fats and the carbohydrates that you need to fuel your life, to fuel, even if you are an athlete, especially if you're an athlete, you're gonna be in great shape. Okay, you're gonna be in really good hands with those plants, why? Plants, first of all, have fiber. Animal products, all of it, all of it, zero fiber. Okay, what do we need fiber for? 
oh, you know, just that digestive system that we have. Okay, if we have not enough fiber, which most Americans are not taking in the recommended daily amount of fiber in their diets. Uh, I mean, that's why we are all complaining of irritable bowel syndrome. That is why there are commercials for Preparation H, okay? Constipation is not fun. Hemorrhoids are not fun. But I tell you what, you switch over to a plant-based diet. You get the animal protein, animal foods, the cheese, the milk, the ice cream, the eggs, the fish, I don't care what it is, get all the animal proteins or most of it out of your diet and you replace that with beans, legumes, lentil, that sort of thing. You replace it with the whole grains, the intact grains, rice, quinoa, amaranth, millet, barley. Get that good stuff in there. You're gonna be full and you're gonna be giving your body that fiber that it needs, okay? Now, fiber is protective, it is so protective. There is a huge correlation in so many studies that have been done. The more fiber you have in your diet, the more protected you are against all of the chronic diseases that we're all terrified of, okay? Um, especially cancer, okay? So, we want the, the protein in our diet to be coming from plants. We don't want the, the animal products that are completely uh, void of fiber. Now, another thing, huge, huge thing to keep in mind, especially if you're an athlete, but especially if you are someone that is prone to um, arthritis or any sort of autoimmune disease, um, if you have aches and pains, if you are older, uh, more in your senior years and dealing with joint pain, if you are um, overweight and you have more pressure on those joints and you are in pain, let me tell so if you are in one of those categories, let me tell you the good news. The good news is that plants are naturally anti-inflammatory. They are naturally alkalizing. They bring your body's pH, your acidity, into a good balance, especially if you eat a variety of plant foods. Okay, inflammation goes hand in hand. I mean, it's almost synonymous with pain, okay? Um, little story, my mother had carpal tunnel in both of her wrists and she loves to crochet. She's very good at it and she loves to do that. Um, there was a time just recently that she had to stop doing what she loved because she was in so much pain with this carpal tunnel in, two, in both of her hands. Now, I meanwhile was switching to a plant-based diet and was learning all of these things. I'm sharing them with her. And so she's hearing this day in, day out. And finally she, well, she actually went and she got surgery to supposedly uh, fix this carpal tunnel. Um, now all they do is just kind of clean out that channel that the nerves go through. But that doesn't change, does not change how much inflammation your body is creating. Okay, now she got the surgery and guess what? Didn't help. Okay, she was just as miserable, just as much pain, still not able to crochet, still not able to pick up a knife and slice a potato. Uh, she was miserable. So, you know, I kept hearing the, hearing the word from me about plant-based nutrition and I, I invited her. I said, you know, mom, just try it. Just try it. Just, just see. Let's just see. And so she did, and she said, okay, I'll try it. 
And you know how long it took for her to see and feel a difference in her pain levels? One week. That's it. One week. And she wasn't even not, she was not even 100% plant-based. Like there were still a few things in her diet um, that were still coming from animal products, but the, but she greatly reduced um, the, the inflammatory foods. And it's not just animal products that are to blame. It's also processed foods. These things are very acidic. They're very inflammatory. Our body doesn't like it. So stop it. Okay. So if say you're an athlete and say you go and run six miles and you come back and you want to be able to go and lift weights the next day, or you want to be able to go on another run, or you want to be able to hop on your bike and do some cycling. Okay, if you're an active athlete, recovery is a big deal. Pain, inflammation, that is a big deal. Okay, we want to be able to recover quickly. And I'll tell you what, you get on a plant-based diet, it's amazing how quickly you recover, how little pain you experience, okay? Uh, once you get those animal products and the processed foods, plant or animal based, I don't care, get it out of your, get it out of your house, get it out of your mouth, get it out of your body. It's not helping you. It's hurting you. Uh, a little story of my own about inflammation and recovery. Um, so this last summer I ran with a team of 12 people. Um, and it was the Ragnar Wasatch back, if you're familiar with it, where we start in, Logan, Utah, and we take turns running legs of this race all the way down what we call the Wasatch Front, this mountain range that runs down um, the, you know, the north and south corridor of Utah. And over the course of two days, we go from Logan all the way down to Park City. I'm not sure how many miles it covers, but it takes 12 people three legs to do it. So quite a ways. Now, I've been a runner for years, but had never done anything more than a half marathon before. And when I did that, I was not plant-based. And after I ran my half marathon, I was down and out for, <laughs> I mean, at least half a day and not feeling so hot the next day either. It rocked me. I literally laid on the couch and I just imagined this is exactly what it would feel like if I were to just be completely crushed and run over by a steamroller. That is how my body felt after that race. Okay, so contrast that. Fast forward two years and I'm running the Ragnar. I've gone plant-based. I've been plant-based for about six months and I was, I was ready to go, man. I had my, cool, my own little cooler with all of my plant-based foods. I had my crackers and my hummus. I had my carrot sticks. I had um, dates. Dates were my salvation. Loved those. I loved the pops of energy that those dates gave me to fuel me for those next races. So, like I said, each runner on this, on this team had to run three times, okay? And basically every 12 runners, it was your turn again, okay? Now, um, I was very nervous about how this would feel. I heard a lot of stories of people cramping up really bad in between their legs of their race because what are you doing while your other team members are racing? Most of the time you're sitting in a car, okay? You're not able to move around. You're not able to stretch out a lot. Um, you are stuck in a car driving along cheering your teammates on, okay? So I was nervous. I was not sure how my body was going to handle this. So I was prepared, had all my plant foods, and I was determined to test this out and see, see if this plant-based nutrition would, would help me out. And you know what? It really did. 
each time it was my turn to run the next leg, I felt ready. I was not sore. I was, I was good to go. And it felt great. I had a lot of energy. My digestion was good. I heard, I had also heard a lot of stories of people, you know, getting really constipated and really uncomfortable, um, eating on the go in that sort of situation of all sorts of processed food and animal foods that are going to clog you up. And, um, I did not have that problem at all. And man, I felt awesome. Okay. And what's more is I didn't even just run the three legs that were required of me. Um, I actually had a teammate that, um, suffered an injury. I think she, she tore her ATL or something. It was bad. She was in bad shape. She couldn't put any weight on her foot. And, um, I was able to take her leg of the race for her and then do my additional leg after that. So I, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was converted after that whole experience. So I really think that, um, if you're an athlete, this is definitely something to consider, definitely something to experiment with. Um, and consider the fact that we are getting plenty of protein. We don't need to worry about chugging protein drinks and chugging recovery drinks and all of these supplements. They just want your money. Okay. They don't really care. They just want your money. That's what they're all about. So eat your plants, experiment with it. I think you'll love it.